guys, it's Nicole, host of the Thrive Podcast. I am so glad that you stopped by to spend some time with me. I'm going to be sharing some amazing episodes and so much information. And I think that you'll be able to incorporate some of it into your life to be the best version of yourself that you can be. And I hope that it inspires you and moves you forward. And I hope that you find joy and I hope that you find comfort and inspiration from the conversations that we're going to have here at the Thrive Podcast. Thanks for stopping by. Welcome back to the Thrive Podcast. I can't even believe that it's the end of August. Oh my goodness. This episode will air in September and it is the end of August. It is the end of summer. I've been enjoying summer and I hope you all have had a wonderful and beautiful summer. I thought that I would share some things with you today that we are navigating our way through as a family. And we recently found out that our son has ADHD and that he's got a combined, I guess the combined, which is the emotional and the uh, attention piece combined. So we're navigating that and trying to figure it out, of course, with the school and all the things. So it was an eye opener. I think that, you know, we obviously knew there were some things going on and we needed to figure out what those things were so that we could sort of navigate that parenting style and figure out what was best for Ashton. So it's kind of been an evolving parenting style, but isn't that what parenting is anyways? It's complete evolution. It's never the same. It's never one size fits all. It's never just what you think it's going to be. And when, once you have one thing figured out, something else changes and then you've got to pivot again. I think it's hundred percent, the pivot, the hundred percent, the shift and knowing when to shift and accepting to shift. And for us, you know, I have, well, both of anybody does who's a parent knows that, you know, when it comes to parenting, you know, we all have style and we all have sort of what we think should be happening and how we think it should go. And we try to do that with these beautiful little souls that have a growing, heart and brain and mind and all the things. And we're trying to sort of, you know, guide them through life and give them the best chance at being and succeeding that we can. And sometimes we have to shift those styles when it's not working, obviously. So, and one thing that we realized is that we have to shift because obviously what we were doing wasn't working and we were having some challenges and struggles and we saw it first in the classroom and then it started to come home a little bit and then we sort of navigated and uh, here we are and we're shifting and we're learning, learning and growing. So as we embark on the new year, the school year and grade three, we are we're feeling pretty good about it. I mean, it's going to be a very changing year but we have help and we're really excited about that piece and we'll just kind of have to figure it out as we go along. I think that, you know, when we found out, even though we knew something was up, you still have this sort of shock and, and awe, I guess, just the, the words coming out and reading them on paper and just sort of trying to navigate some of the behaviors and what you're seeing and why you're seeing it and why it's happening. I mean, it's always good to know why. And so now we do. And I think that when you find out why sometimes you have a, it gives you some grace. It gives you some grace to be able to say, okay, maybe I need to shift that. And I can tell you that my heart hurt a bit because I thought, you know, here I am trying to do the best I can as a parent. And then it's not really working for him. And you're like, damn it. 
was trying so hard to do it this way and it's totally not working for him at all because he's struggling and he's just not, he can't do it that way. So I think there's uh, uh, ounces of humility that can happen. Tons of humility, I will say, actually, not ounces, maybe tons of humility that happens when you find out these types of diagnoses. And I think that we live in a society that we have so much support. We just have to be open to what could be happening. We have to be open. I think we just have to be open to the help and open to learning new things and open to shifting and open to knowing that what we were doing was possibly not the best way to do it for your child. And I think that's just a navigation piece altogether, being open to the shift and to the education and looking into things. And that's certainly where we are looking into things and sort of sourcing out and assessing out what will help. And I think to some degree, we're just going to have to figure it out along the way, because again, it's not, always, you know, may not work as perfect as we might think, or maybe not be a good fit. So we're just going to kind of tread through the water and try new things and throw some spaghetti off the wall or at the wall rather. And, uh, I never get saying it's the right people, but, uh, toss spaghetti at that wall and, and see what sticks and works best. And we're, you know, seeking some guidance from people that are much smarter than us to help us guide us through this so that we can give Ash the best chance possible to succeed in school, realizing that school is always going to be a tough piece for him. And so we need to find things outside of school to build the confidence and skills and things that will, you know, lead him into a successful uh, adult future. So that's, that's going to be the toughest thing. It's just keeping them sort of, you know, keeping the confidence up and guiding and through mentoring and different things. So the sports will help, of course. And of course, any, you know, social guidance and mentoring that we can get him, you know, doing is best. And so we're looking at it from that angle and supporting him as much as we can. And then of course, it's the grace and patience that he will need from us to give him a chance to sort of trend. What I realized very early on with him was that he was a thriver on routine and that has not changed. And what I've learned is that children that have ADHD are very much thriving on routine. And when you switch gears, it's not as easy as just saying, oh yeah, we're not doing that. That's not happening because blah, 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 blah that just doesn't work very well. So whenever possible, I realize sometimes it's not possible, but whenever possible, we are always giving him sort of like the, the plan, the day, the week, the whatever it is. And now I have a chart of sort of what's going on for the week. I even do it for dinner. I did it just for planning purposes, but I realized that Ashton really liked that. He liked to know what's for dinner, what's happening this week, what's the, and that's where he thrives. So now I have this big calendar and I can scratch it and rub it off and write on it and just kind of tells me, you know, tells him and us, because I forget things all the time, what's going on and what to expect. And this summer we've spent almost a month together and it has been awesome and so much fun. And one of the things I noticed is he really wants to know what's going on. What am I doing tomorrow? And after that, what's happening? Okay. And as long as I give him those pieces of information he sort of feels more comfortable and more at ease and calm. And 
we don't have any like, well, I don't want to do that, this or that or whatever. It just doesn't, we don't have any upset or freak out or anything like that. So I'm really excited that, um, you know, excited about the things that I've learned and sort of the things that I think will help him. And then we're just going to go through it together because we're both learning. And so I think we just have to find grace in it. And I'm teaching him a little bit of giving himself grace so that he can understand that he's learning, understand that, you know, some things are more difficult than others. And that's just part of learning and growing and that he'll be fine. And this is totally normal. And we do a lot of talking and we do what I've tried to get him to do. And he's slowly flowing into it. It's not perfect. Trust me at all. And it's not always regular is when he can't sleep or any of those moments where he gets uptight and anxious or feeling just, you know, little that he can't get himself calm. I'm teaching him meditation techniques of just breathing and it's, it's gotta be simple. I mean, he can't meditate like I do obviously. So what I've been doing with him is using his hand and he's breathing up, like he's breathing in and out, but his hand goes up and then his hand goes down and sort of just focusing on that small technique. And sometimes we've used that for just, you know, even to get him to go to sleep where he's wound like a top and he just can't, he's like, I can't sleep. And I'm just, I'm like, okay, just calm down. Let's do some breathing and those types of things. And he sees me doing my meditation and we've done it together. Um, but I get him to breathe and just raise his hand up and he's breathing in and put it back down when he's breathing out. And we've kind of gone through those in and out, in and out breaths. And it seemed to help calm him. And it seemed to help, you know, I mean, Breathing is such a natural thing, and sometimes we forget how much it can help us calm down, reset our like reset our nervous system, and all the things. So those little skills, anything that I can give him to help him navigate as he gets older is like gold. So I'm really trying to do that. And again, it's trial and error what's going to stick and what's not. What I do really want him to stick with would be the meditation and breathing because I really feel like it's added so much to my life. So I regularly practice and I'm really trying to show him and do it with him so that he can see the value in that as well. Because I think it'll only help him going forward. So those are the things that we're doing. This is sort of our little, you know, intro to what's happening in our lives right now. And we, we are, yeah, we're just going to do our best and see how it goes. And I'm going to share the things that work and I'm going to share some of the journey with the things that don't. And I'd love if you rated and reviewed this episode. If you want to find me on Instagram at happy little pineapple, please do. And if you think this episode has value to someone else, please share it with them. I would be so grateful. This is the reason I'm doing it. This is the reason I'm doing it. It's it's a journey, it's a growth, and it's sharing the learnings because I think that people can find value in it when it's something that relates and resonates with them. So love if you rate and reviewed, send me a screenshot at Happy Little Pineapple, and I will send you a Starbucks gift card. Take care, and I will see you at the next episode. Hey guys, it's Nicole. I hope you enjoyed today's episode, and if you find it inspiring, and you think it would be helpful for someone else, I would love if you share it with them. Please review. It's always nice to hear back from you. And I would love if you could review this episode and let me know what you're thinking. And if there's other topics that you would love to hear about. Thanks and have a great rest of your day.